Hello and welcome to Tarot Living with Manasa podcast. I am Manasa, the diva of divination, and I'm glad that you're here. So my sweet friend said, I know that you're doing really well on YouTube, but I miss your podcast. And I told her the week that I was supposed to record the podcast was the weekend, was the weekend that followed the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. And I was already feeling some kind of way about the bigoted and prejudicial shooting at Topps Grocery Store. And I was just at a place where I just couldn't. I was to be a guest on someone's show and I just didn't. We spoke about it, but it's just enough. Enough is enough. And that I said, I can't be at, you know, tarot cards and oracle cards and people wanting to know, does so-and-so like me when people are getting killed because men don't know how to control their anger, don't know how to express their anger. And then your life's all jacked up. You're just going to go and kill some other people don't have anything to do with that. Take responsibility for your own life. So you see, I'm still feeling some kind of way, but I wanted to honor the schedule that I made with myself about posting this podcast every two weeks. So I want to begin with a moment of silence for the families of those at Tops, the families of those at Uvalde, and a moment of silence for peace in this world. Let us all hold the intention for peace. And peace begins with people loving themselves, honoring themselves, releasing the negative stories, and taking responsibility for this thing called life. And so I just invite you, wherever you are, I will start with the sound of the singing bowl and then just some silence so that in that place we can connect with the divinity that we are. And from that place of oneness, send out a vibration of healing, hope, joy, and righteous action. I invite you back into this space. I thank you for participating in this moment of silence. But thoughts and prayers are bunk without action. And what I have done is I've reached out. I'm a Democrat, of course. I'm Black. I'm LGBTQ. Um, But I reached out to five Republican women senators because I know women can make the difference. And I know that women can speak truth to power from a place of power and be Uh, uh, agents of transformation. So I'm asking you, do something. 
Okay, so welcome to Tarot Living with Manasa podcast. And today we're going over the Shamanic Healing Oracle Cards. This is an Oracle deck by Michelle Motuzas. And I have her link in the show notes. And so the Shamanic Healing Oracle is a 44 card set of universal symbols and energetic messages created by shamanic artist Michelle Matuzas. The deck is designed for spiritual clarity, personal empowerment, and intuitive insight. So in addition to this deck, which she has three altogether, this deck, the Shamanic Healing Oracle deck, the Empathic Oracle deck, the Wild Elemental Oracle deck, and then she has one tarot deck, which is very interesting. It's called the Intuitive Wisdom Color Your Own Tarot Deck. So it's a tarot deck that you can color in the images. So the purpose of this deck is to explore your spiritual and human existence within the bounds of natural energy and look into the energies, fears, and wrong beliefs that are holding you back from having the best life possible. Via shamanism studies, these 44 beautiful drawn oracle cards on black background will help you learn the importance of symbolism in the human psyche. Discover for yourself and others the energy surrounding your situations in life that can hinder or assist you along your path of self-awareness and healing. Whether a novice or skilled reader, the messages found in these cards and the accompanying guidebook will give you the insight, personal empowerment, and trust in your own intuitive abilities and will allow you to begin an energetic healing journey that is precisely tailored to you. Consider the universal symbols and the energetic messages these cards have for you. Begin living a life of spiritual clarity, energetic oneness, and personal empowerment. And that's why I love this deck, going to images and symbols that we can all recognize, but connecting to our indigenous, to our ancestors. So the energy and the messages are rooted deep within our sacred DNA. So Michelle, who is the author of this this Oracle deck, is a native New Englander. She always has been an artist, but only began painting in answer to the request of her fellow students of shamanism. What began as mixed media pieces of trees over time led to the drawings which are used in this first public deck, published deck, the Shamanic Healing Oracle deck. She has since received three more contracts with Schiffer Publishing, and those are the decks we talked about before. She is the proud mom of two ridiculously handsome kind and talented sons. You go ahead. Michelle believes the world is a better place because her sons are here. She also, she is also owned by two, I love this, she is owned by two very psychic and bratty cats, Luna and Danny. And this is her statement that she is a mixed media artist who uses intuition to find the lessons nature lays out for us using the process of art. Her goal is to help guide us towards clarity when we take the time to look deep into the layers so that we can let go of our fears and live our best possible life. Her road to art and shamanism has been long and winding, sometimes crossing, sometimes diverging, but always co-current. 
The connection with the energy of all living things has helped her identify what she wants to create in her art, a connection between the energy of the physical and the spiritual being, morphing the shaman's journey with that of the artist, both sharing a distinct way of seeing, being in the in-between space, and bringing back images that resist being categorized or compartmentalized, simple, pure, and clean. And that is the very beauty of these of this deck. So oh, I have the cards that I want to go over. I don't know what I did with them. Oh, here they are. LOL. And so this is a 44 card deck. Each one ha has a hand on the back representing the hand of the shaman, the healing hand of the divine. And then I'm going to go over some of the cards. And just this, the imagery is very simplistic. And yes, the background of each one is black so that the art and the image can stand out, that you're not lost in the busyness of the background. So the first card that I want to talk about, of course, is card number one, and it's movement into balance. And this card has the moon and the sun, as that is the balance. And we're going to come up on the moon and the sun later. But that balance between the day and the night, the light and the dark, the action and the intuitive, all representing moving into balance that they're what appears to be opposites are just the same different sides of the same thing and if we could see ourselves in our oneness stop seeing people as other and different uh, this weekend my brother and sister-in-law were visiting with us and we went to a winery here in my little town and they were the woman who was the owner of the winery was talking about grapes and that mint grapes have a genetic connection but she said you know just as our as you're in my dna and she's talking to my brother she is a white woman he is a black man she says just as our dna would show that we are the same so the dna of the grape show the same and i really honored her because here in the south that's a, a bold audacious statement to make and yet what appears to be difference and opposite, male, female, black, white, Southern, Western, uh, we're all one. And it's about moving into balance. The second card, of course, is new beginnings. And this has a butterfly and water coming down to cleanse and renew and refresh. And then the uh, growing of the flowers, all representing new opportunities, the capacity to begin anew at any moment. Of course, the important card in most decks is the death card. And this is card number eight from this deck, having the cow head, like you see in the Westerns, you know, stuff is dried out. There's no hope there. There's just bones there. But there's always the possibility that where there was once life, there is renewal. There's the capacity to be it again, again, and oftentimes to let dead things lie, to stay where there are, so that you can begin in a new place with life invigorated and empowering and letting that which is dead be just that. And then holding the energy of card number two, we have card 11, 
which one the one is two, right? The new day, having a beautiful dragonfly and the sun rising, that it's a new day. Every day is a new day. My ex-husband would say, you know, we would be fighting in something and then we get in the bed, he'd want to cuddle and stuff. And I'd be like, what's up, Nay? right? He'd say, well, you know, it's a new day. So as we go to, so I was like, no, that's not how it works. But that was his mindset, right? That it's a new day. And in some ways that to begin that new day, you go to sleep, you release what no longer serves you. You let go of those things that harmed you physically, emotionally, psychologically, and you say, they don't serve me. They don't have a place. And you start up new. So he was right about that, that the next day held an opportunity to begin again. And so new beginnings, that each hour can be a new beginning. Each new breath can be a new beginning. And each new day can be a new beginning. And this the symbols, so familiar, the rising sun, the dragonfly, the butterfly, all representing newness and new opportunities. Card number 16 is the sun, representing, of course, masculine energy. So many in the pantheons of many uh, religions, the sun gods are always male, representing that active force, that energy to create, right, and to go forward. And so understanding that there is a real power in operating in that divine masculine, but of course, card number 17 is the feminine energy. It's that receptive energy, that nurturing energy, that energy, the womb, the void, that darkness that holds that which the male has given and takes that, germinates it, holds it, feeds it, nourishes, and then brings it into the world in a new form. But it is a combination of those energies. And so oftentimes, needing to have that divine feminine, and of course, the feminine energy card has the goddess card, hands raised and joining her head, and then that circle of life at her sacral chakra, that sacred place where creativity is. And these two cards working in balance together. Again, it's a harmony. It's that yin-yang. It is that one of opposites that make the total of the wholeness. We are one. Two very beautiful and powerful cards. Now, this card, I think, is very interesting. I have many, many oracle decks. Let me not say that too loud, of course, because <laughs> my beautiful wife is around. Well, she know how many I got because they're on display or out. But I love this card number 18. It's all good. Now, my sister-in-law is having some struggles with her making some transitions in her job, but she said her affirmation is, I call it all good, that even what appears to be a bad circumstance, call it good. Not in a, ah, I'm going to deny what's happening, but call it all good because then that allows you and I to have the power to see the good, to connect to the good, to vibrate that good, and then bring that good about in this situation. Living and moving in the understanding that all things are working together for your am I good? So even the heartache, you can either stay in the heartache or take a step back and say, I call this good and I call forth the good. And now I step into the good. A cancer diagnosis, a death in your family, harm at your work, you know, people, 
companies wanting people to come back to work and they're like, oh, heck no, right? But call it all good. See the good. Speak the good because what you speak and see will come into being. And so I love this card. It's all good. Of course, there's no way I could pass up card number 22, which is the transformation card. Having the caterpillar on its way to becoming the butterfly, but it's here on its way to chrysalis, getting on its branch and ready to begin its journey to this new way of being, this new way of seeing, this new way of communicating, stepping in to this transformation and this universal symbol of the sun, of the clouds, of the darkness, that oftentimes that transformation we have gone through the dark night of the soul. We've had some hurts. It's been some BS, right? Right. So I always say that where there's manure, there's life there because the manure nourishes. So you got a lot of manure in your life right now. Change that view and say, yes, I'm being nourished. It's giving me the capacity to grow, you know, just like with composting. And so this transformation, one of the things that I didn't know, but, you know, with a caterpillar, goes into the chrysalis, it liquefies, right? Well, how does that even happen, right? What a mighty and major change and transformation, but what comes out? Beautiful and gorgeous. And it can't be beautiful and gorgeous at the end if it didn't begin that way. So transformation isn't about becoming something you're not. It's about becoming in fullness what you really are. I really enjoy this card number 28. It has like a wasp or a yellow jacket. I think it's too big of an image to be a bee. But you know, wasp, yellow jacket, angry insects that sting. You know, it talks about that so many people refer to anger as a lower vibration and it's how you use the anger that's the lower vibration. But anger is a way that your psyche, your energy says something's not right. I'm not being respected, or this is hurtful. It's a way to get your attention. And so in that, it's very beautiful. Now, if you go and shoot up a school, right, that's the low vibration. But if you call a friend and say, I'm really feeling angry, I'm mad about this, can I talk to you about it? Or you get your journal and you write about it. Or you write a letter to the editor and let them know what's going on. Or you say, you know what, I need to get still and really see, right, that there's a fear behind that anger, an unresolved fear, an unresolved concern. Let me find out what that's about. That's a high vibration way of acting. And so anger can be a very beautiful thing if, again, you step out of the emotion and with your divine eyes in your divinity, take a look at this situation and say, what is really going on? What is being called to my attention? And how can I act from my place of divinity to bring about a healing, a restoration or release in this situation. Card number 32 is struggle. And I also like this card because I think a lot of people think that a spiritual life is something very simple. It is. But because we've spent so much time in this world thinking that it's true, so much time in from all five of our senses drinking in false 
identities, false beliefs, harmful circumstances, that the struggle is releasing those things, recognizing them, recognizing them as false, recognizing them as not true about myself, recognizing them as that, and then releasing that. And so I love this struggle card, which is a fish going upstream. Now, of course, for a salmon going upstream, it's going back to its ancestral grounds to bring life anew. And so sometimes if you see that struggle as inviting you to go back to the strength, to the source, to your very core of your being and saying, this is the truth about me. This is where I come from. And this is what I will honor. Even that struggle can bring about wholeness and life. But again, it's about seeing it for what it is, stepping out of victimhood, letting go of the narrative and saying from this space as a divine entity, where is this struggle taking me? Where is this uphill journey going? And am I headed back to where I began, to the strength and source of my ancestors? And then card number 41 is self-love. And I love it again, the sun and the moon, the sky and rain, and then a heart with wings. That in the midst of it all, on the good days and the days that I call good, right? It's all good, even though it might be a little cloudy or a little rainy. Let my heart fly free. Let the love flow. Let that love to myself. You know, RuPaul always said it best. How are you going to love someone else when you don't even love your own self? Start with loving yourself. Well, I'm not lovable. I disagree and your information is inaccurate. You are lovable. Well, you don't know, Bobby Manasa. I don't need to know about you. What I do know is that you're a human on this planet and you are a reflection and an expression and the embodiment of the divinity that put the stars in place, that made the beautiful red cardinals that are around here in Memphis, the blue jays that I see in South Haven, my favorite flower, the lily that makes ice cream good and peanut butter. You are a reflection of that. You are worthy of love. And I won't hear nothing else. Okay? Okay. I say that, okay, but I, I can't get that. I'd have to get Lily to do that for me. So you are worthy of love. Love yourself. All right. End of that sermon, right? <laughs> Card number 42 is joy. Again, little flying bugs and flowers. Just all the beautiful things of summer. What makes you happy? That refreshing. You know, and this is a black background, but it has so much blue and turquoise, just really beautiful colors that represent ah, soothing and, and refreshing. And that's what joy is all about. It's an attitude. You know, a friend of mine had caught COVID, had to work her own business. And she was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. She said, but I'm going to think happy thoughts. Joy is an inside job. And then she posted on Instagram, all singing and dancing around. I said, girl, look what you didn't done. Joy is an inside job. You got to start on the inside. Same with self-love. Don't allow the circumstances outside of you to determine. Bring that insight to the outside. And I love this card, 42. Our last card is card 44, the final card in the deck, and it is home. And here it has the sun and the hut and a uh, cave drawing, but all those places 
that home is where the heart is. Home is the sacred space. I love being, I'm a homebody. Now my wife would say, no, you're not. Like, well, I like to go out. But once I come back home, I'm not going out. So if I go into the house, I'm probably not going to go out. Home, that space where heart is, that space where safety is, that space where you can be. So this is a beautiful, beautiful deck. And I'm very grateful to have shared it. And as my daughter is preparing to go to Africa, South Africa, the country of South Africa, on the continent of Africa, to um, teach English at a primary school, I have some of her decks. And I'm going to take a look at those decks and see which ones we can talk about. I do want to let you know that, and I'll put the link in, I have a YouTube channel. I had a blast last week. It was Pride. I had Gerald of Tarot Stash and Cheyenne of Soulful Soothe. We had a blast. People were saying that it was joyful. And I love both Gerald and Cheyenne. It was wonderful. This Friday, you can go to Long Man Tarot and I will be the guest. Oh yes, my brother across the pond is inviting me to be on his show. And also, uh, come on over to my um, website, or I'll put the link in there. I'm having a oneness meditation on summer solstice. It's which we will, again, the light and dark are balanced. And we step into the energy of the cancer, the water sign, the nurturing sign, the mother sign. And so the rising of the sun and the rising of the divine feminine together in this sacred space, we will come. And meet with the divine. It's a 30-minute guided meditation, $20. I'll put in my link tree and you can find everything. Schedule your reading, schedule your raking. Do it all. Call it all good. And so it is. Let's end with just the sound of the singing bowl. And I'll see you in a couple more weeks. Blessings.